not so bad. Guten Tag, gentlemen. Say, Dr. Luther, seeing as it's Christmas time once again, and furthermore, seeing as how you are widely considered to be one of the great hymnists in history, perhaps we could persuade you to work with us on a Yuletide song of praise, whereupon we would combine the strongest strengths of your German Lutheran style of composition with the best and brightest bits of our legendary Anglican method. You saying you want to write a Christmas hymn together? Indeed. All right, fine. You guys got an opening line or something? Well, how about this? The snow was cold and the snow was bright and the snow was all around. A gargantuanly great opening, wouldn't you say? Well, it doesn't really snow that often in Bethlehem. Plus, the weather isn't really the important part of the story. But, you know, maybe we could poetically use that coldness language to contrast it with the warmth of God's love coming into the world through the birth of Christ. Spentabulous suggestion, our jolly German friend. Let's <laughs> give it a go, Vicar. The snow was cold and the snow was bright and the snow was all around. For Christ was born on the day when God sent snow upon the ground. Was that better? No. The point of Christmas is not that it was cold, but that God became man to fulfill the law for us and thereby give us eternal life through his death and resurrection. So let's try talking about that instead of talking about snow. Very well. Also, please don't do that other thing you guys do instead of talking about the Incarnation where you just list a bunch of elements in the Christmas narrative that aren't at all central to its theology. Right. No shortchanging the Incarnation to talk about the weather or to enumerate non-essential stuff. I think we've got the perfect poetry for that. For God has now come down to earth in a manger filled with hay. Near an ox and an ass and a sheep and a duck and a goose that cold, cold day. I tell you what. Let's step... Oh my goodness. Uh, it's Christmas Carol it time. Christmas hymn time. Christmas time is it's here. here. It's, uh, oh, it's time to sing our favorite English carols. That's right. We have a lot of them. The snow is here. Actually, I the take snow that back. Is here. We don't really have that very many. I've Well, I've I wouldn't say favorite, but they're, they are the most like traditional carols that we sing, yeah, are these English style. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Hymns. 100%. I mean, how, in other words, like how much of... You know, the snow and the ducks and the goose and the hay do we have to get through in order to have, like, one line of all of a sudden this, like, God-made flesh. And you're right. like, wow, that's a powerful statement. Well, that's a statement. That seems different than the rest. Yeah, and actually we don't we don't really realize that until we stop and just read through it. And you're going like, okay. This is all is calm, all yeah. is it makes bright. Me, it makes me feel good, though. Round yon virgin. Makes me feel Apparently really good. Apparently she was overweight. Round virgin? <laughs> she wasn't overweight. That's what the hymn says. You're away from your microphones and no one can hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm All right. Well, uh, welcome into the Sipsionary. Wait, that's not my line. No, you can be uh, your line. Yeah. What's your line? I don't have I don't have any. What's my line? I don't have lines. Whose line is it anyway? I don't know. Well, uh, certainly welcome in. This is our uh, Christmas Carol edition of, of the podcast. Uh, Quentin's here. I'm excited about this. I like <laughs> that. Quentin's here. I'm excited about this. <laughs> I'm excited uh, that I'm here. Yeah, you're, we're excited you're here, too. Dad is here. I'm here. I'm here. Eric. I'm here. I'm here. Just, I'm, what, I, the I just, what are you doing? He's well, texting? He's, he's live tweeting? I, what are you no, doing? No, no. I had printed stuff out for today because I really wanted to make this stuff. And I get here, and it's like, whatever I printed out, only half of it's here. So I'm just like oh, frustrated, just just a little bit frustrated. So half you guys keep talking. This is me, only this is a half. lot. Well, I mean, no, it's not I don't a lot. Think we'll get through all this. Well, We're not going to get through all of it. I mean, uh, this is like five pages. But this has been my week. This has been my week. So I'm going to try to get this done, 
and I get it halfway through, and something happens, and it doesn't, yeah. doesn't yeah. come it's, out right. So my whole week's been that way. It was the week before Christmas. time of year when the world falls, falls apart. Every song you hear seems to say. All right. Well, we are doing uh, uh, uh what are you guys doing? Everyone's li- <laughs> guys. <laughs> we are live. Everyone's live. I guess I'm the only one supporting this this podcast, you, holding this thing up. You, you got. This. I am the thread. You are the amazing All right. one. You got you it. Are the amazing one. Okay. Keep well, going. we are doing a a Christmas Carol celebration. Um, well, I will. I don't care what they do. Uh, I'll go ahead and read some of my favorite uh, carols. Uh, and some of the the history behind it, we want to kind of do some some history behind yep. some yep. of the carols. Yep. Uh, we also want to make fun of some of the carols if if we can. A lot of the carols. Um, so uh, I'll I'll go ahead and uh, start with with one of my favorites. All right, all right. Start with one of your favorites. Joy to the world, and you have to. Here's the thing. So when we read some of these things, uh, you you're going to learn some of the history. Uh, you're going you're going to learn some of the theology behind it, but also uh, I need you to listen to probably some specific. Um, renditions of these hymns, and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna try to put these in the show description so you can hear. Uh, but this would be this would be one of the the hymns that I need you to listen to a very specific uh, rendition of of this hymn. So this is a uh, uh, quick disclaimer here. I don't know any rules about copyright stuff, so oh, don't. Well, uh, I think most of these don't are sue us. Oh, public stuff. Most of these are public domain. Most of them, well, I, except like for the maybe specific the renditions. The one, huh? Maybe by s- maybe not specific renditions. It's all right. Oh, we'll just we'll just link them and let them know. Hey, these are the people. I who don't know. Like they, they people put up these Spotify playlists. Like yeah, we can do it time. on Spotify. Okay. So. Well, all right. Just don't so, sue us. All so you. All so doesn't make it right because everybody does. Any of it. the one hundred people that listen to us every week don't sue us. Or or tell people that would sue us. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. So my my one of my favorite hymns, uh, of all time, not just Christmas, but of all time, Joy to the World, um. Joy. 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 1719. Uh, this is... Um, <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, this, that's right. Uh, a young Isaac Watt wrote, wrote Joy to the World. At this point in history, in 1719, Watts. most songs sung in European church services were the Psalms, obviously, from the Old Testament. Uh, and though Isaac Watts loved the Bible, he felt that these songs felt unnatural to sing in their modern-day English translations, which, as you can imagine, if you're reading the Psalms, you know, they, they, can, they can get wordy, they can get a little weird, um, and Isaac didn't like that. So after one Sunday service, 15-year-old Isaac Watts complained that the, uh, the worship was atrocious, direct <laughs> quote. Wow. Can the you? atrocious worship. Let's just pause right there. What if a 15-year-old in your church came up to you and said, Hey, our worship <laughs> is atrocious. <laughs> you knucklehead. Like, what would you do? Well, well it depends. Yeah. Well, one of the deacons challenged him and said, son, give us something better. There you go. There, there it is. Oh, yep. there, there it go. is. That's All right. Deacon right there. So he went home. He penned his first hymn, and the love of hymn writing stuck with him the rest of his life. In 1719, uh, he wrote uh, a, really a hymnal, a psalm of David imitated. That's the name of the, the hymnal. And it was published not as a new paraphrase of David, but as an imitation of him in New Testament language. Watts' perspective was the Psalms were bursting forth in their complete fulfillment. Uh, Joy to the world is then an imitation of the last half of Psalm 98. Did you know that? I no. actually I really? did. Psalm I 98. Yeah. Didn't you print this out? Doesn't I did, mean, but I haven't read it. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he, we didn't screen any of this stuff. <laughs> I didn't scream it. 
Um, oh. So Watts transformed the old Jewish psalm of praise for historic uh, deliverance into a song of rejoicing for salvation of God that began where Jesus came, quote, to make his blessings flow as far as the curse is found. Oh, I love that line. It's a beautiful. It's probably the line of all lines. Yeah, of that is yeah. that line. I tweeted that line out this past couple of weeks. I mean, love that line. as far as yeah. the curse is found. Right. Uh, he comes to make his blessings flow. Uh, music that, flow we, no? that we know. Uh, he comes to make his blessings known. Uh, it's known at Orflow. It doesn't Hold matter. on. It doesn't Hold matter. On. It works either way. Well, no, it does matter. Well, translation. Hang on. Uh, the music that oh, we know of. It's flow. You're right. It is okay, flow. The, the music that we know is uh, is from George Frederick Handel, yep. writer of the Messiah. Yep. And as you can imagine, that dude is um, a genius. Isaac Watts loved the, the work of Messiah and, and, and really the... The, the tune kind of came out of out of that. So here's here's the rendition that I would recommend to you, combining both the just wonderful theology of Joy to the World uh, and George Frederick Handel's compositional style, which would be reflected in the Messiah. I ask that you watch John Rutter's yes. Joy to the World. So John Rutter, London Symphony Orchestra. That's uh, a good one. Is it on YouTube? Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be. I know you can listen to it, but for it's, sure. It is, it is, to me, it is, it is the... It's what Joy to the World was meant to be sounding right. like, um, right. absolutely, in in every single aspect. Yep. So, that's awesome. Good old John Rudder. Yeah, that's right for sure. So, so yeah. who's who's next? That's no a good one. one. No one can hear you, Dad. Um, sorry, sorry. That's <laughs> we can go. Hark the Herald Angels Sing by Amy Grant. We can go that <laughs> way. Uh, what 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 way are going here? No, 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 no. Um, I uh, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Yeah, can we do that one. All I right, so the bells on yeah, hang on just a minute. That's my problem here. So there's, there's that him. There's that one. There's also um, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. They're old familiar. Yeah, I've never heard that. So, so the words is that by Bing I'll Crosby? Ag- it's yeah. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, yeah. So. So uh, this particular though. one, uh, the poem, it was written by um, Longfellow, Henry, Henry Wadsworth, Wadsworth, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, and uh, the song tells of the narrator's despair upon hearing Christmas bells during the American Civil War. So this goes back to 1861. Mm. This is an epic story. This it is, really is. Yeah, 1861. Two years though before the writing of the poem, Longfellow's personal piece was literally shaken when his second wife, now you think of this, his second wife of 18 years, to whom he was very devoted, was fatally burned in an accidental fire. And then in 1862, Sheesh. during the American Civil War, Civil War. Civil War. Civil War. <laughs> American Civil War. You caught me there, yeah. Uh, Longfellow's <laughs> oldest son, Charles Appleton Longfellow, joined the Union Army without his father's blessing. So, so just a little caveat there. Um, this was a very brutal time to live, especially if you have family in either of the wars. I know that in some cases where I'm from, and like in, in South Carolina, I remember hearing stories when I was a kid about the Civil War and how they were fighting against brothers. They were fighting against cousins, um, this kind of stuff. And so this kind of stuff went on all the time. And so Charles Appleton Longfellow joined the Union Army. Um, and was inf- and then um, Longfellow himself uh, was informed by a letter dated in Mark 14, 1863, after Charles had left, quote, I have 
tried hard to resist the temptation of going without your leave, but I cannot any longer, he wrote. I feel it to be my first duty to do what I can do for my country, and I would willingly lay down my life for it uh, if it would be of any good. Charles was soon appointed as a lieutenant, but in November he was severely wounded in the Battle of Mine Run. Charles eventually recovered, but this time as a soldier he was finished. So Longfellow wrote the poem on Christmas Day, um, 1863. Christmas Bells was first published in February of 1865, and uh, references to the Civil War are prevalent in some of the verses that are not commonly sung, Yeah. but the refrain, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, is a reference to the King James Version of Luke 2.14. Luke 2.14. Um, so, I mean, you just, you, you hear this, and um, I'm trying to... F- up. Yeah, w- I, I was going to say some of the words actually speak like like they correlate the ringing of the bells with yep. also like the artillery shells like exploding. Right, right. Like so he's, he crazy. said, I heard, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Well, anytime, um, anytime there was uh, a war, um, you know, and of course these were these were fought in in fields right next to where people owned where and shepherds lived. were watching their <laughs> flocks by <laughs> night no, no. in fields where they lay. But so so <laughs> if they if they would hear the sounds of war. So here he's listening and he's bringing out the sounds of Christmas. But he said, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, wild and sweet, the words repeat, of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Um, I, and then uh, let, me, let me go down here. Um, then uh, till ringing, singing on its way, the pause, world. Pause, 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 pause. Yes. There's one, there's one verse that's actually critical, I, I think. Well, I mean, you might as well read the whole thing because okay. the, the reality is then, then he talks about you know there there is I, uh, he talks about something being in despair he you know there is no peace on earth i said no 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 i'm getting there oh well then uh, hang, on. Was, okay, hang on okay okay all right Here so um so and thought how as the day had come the belfries of all christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth goodwill to men till ringing singing on its way the world revolved from night to day a voice a chime a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black, accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south, and with the sound, the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair... I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. I love this line. Yeah, it's a good line. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. And that's, I mean, that's, that it's is very fitting even today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, in our Absolutely. in our crazy world, um, we we're looking right now, and you know, you look politically, yeah. and you just go, "What on earth is going on?" And you just think there there is there is no peace on earth. But the grand news is this is all headed somewhere. That's right. And it is headed to peace on earth, and it's going to be the eternal peace that only Jesus can can bring. And yeah. what a what a thrill it is for us to be people who um, are recipients of the message of the gospel that does bring peace. So yeah, yeah, no joke. And uh, we'll, we'll include a, a 
the show notes there um the, the rendition that you need to hear from in, in that song um go off the beaten path no one knows this guy jacob johnson gotta listen to him i know that guy hardcore the best guitarist is you'll it really hear. is it really he's the best guitarist he's, you'll hear well i i just sorry he he's is really really good he is he's the best guitarist you'll hear uh, he he sings this song. He's a believer uh, from Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. Serious? Yeah, I, he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, pretty good. It's fantastic. Uh, go go buy his whole Christmas album. It's it's worth every penny. I don't know this guy. Well, because you you just haven't heard. You wouldn't like him. Oh, stop. No, no. <laughs> he he actually yeah. I don't, know, I don't you 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 will like him. He won't be your favorite, but you'll like him. Uh, you'll like him a lot. Um, also sings a very very underrated Christmas song, hinting of being being Crosby from White Christmas. Um, this has nothing to do with what we were originally talking about, but uh, you'll fall asleep counting oh, your yeah. blood. That's a good song. Oh, that's from White Christmas. Yeah, yeah White Christmas. Christmas is what I just said. You know, I the other night he I was, was not listening. I was, he was tweeting. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> the other night I was actually dreaming of a White Christmas. Were you? No. Do you know we might actually have a White Christmas? Well, if this stuff stays around, no, 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 this stuff's not going to stay around. No, but they're saying that on Thursday night. Well, system's going to roll in here that could give us a white Christmas. You guys, we'll take it. We'll you guys will it. have a white Christmas. Oh, well, you'll yeah. be in yeah, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, all right, but we will be watching White Christmas. Oh, yeah, you will be. You have to. You will be. Listen, I tried no, to tell we, my ninth and 10th graders that, we, like, you don't have to. No, listen. Just here, to be clear here, on that. Here's the reality. <laughs> Just to be clear think, on that. Think about what we have today. Think about what we have today. Like, I mean, who... Who would be performing today if we had some sort of Christmas celebration? Um, Michael Bublé, maybe. Josh Groban, no, 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 like, what you mean? Even some of like the most popular Kelly Clarkson. educate. Yeah, there you go, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish. Like, who, who else? Not, not Billie Eilish. Well, I'm she just saying, like, popular. Who's, who's the guy from uh, from Ohio? What's his name? Oh yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. What can I? Remember? Oh oh. What's uh, his face? Hamilton guy. Why Why can I not think of his name? Dan Hamilton. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the guy that... Uh, yes, John... John Legend. Day. Legend. John, John Legend. Legend. Oh. John Legend. Um, oh, he's from yeah, Ohio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. He's yeah, a he is. He's a Ohio dude. Um, but, okay. But do any of those people, can they both sing, act, and dance like like they do, like like being done. Think about it. Like oh, right. That combination is that a lost combination art. Is a lost it's art. done. There's no more of those people yeah, on and, the earth. And a lot of that was... Um, they are extinct. Yeah. yeah it, when, when I watch White Christmas, I look at that and I say, like, that, that, that was it. That doesn't happen much anymore. That, that was it. That was the pinnacle of those entertaining kind of people. Yeah. Done. No more. No, John Legend can dance. I don't know about... Does he act but in it at did, all? Have you seen like? But are you can watching they, them? Like can, that? Can they act? That is absurd. I don't know about John Legend. They're singing. Of course, we don't know. Are they lip syncing? Do we know? You know, actually, the, Dwayne know. the Rock Johnson can do all those things. <laughs> <laughs> he can. As seen in Moana. Uh, yep. There you go. I don't. He can act. Yeah. I don't, Chuck Norris yeah, I don't, can. He was a wrestler. Know. He can act. Chuck Chuck Norris can. No, but can <laughs> Chuck but Norris can, can't sing? Though. But can singing, acting, oh. and I don't dancing, know, man. Can they Chuck Norris? Oh, that's right. That's, that's the right. question. That's the okay, question. here's a, here's another one. Another one of my favorites. Uh, so <laughs> from Christmas carols to Chuck, Chuck Norris. And I like I like I, uh, I like the fact that in in many of these cases they are written by um, guys who were theologians. Even that's good. That's who should be writing our hymns, by yeah. the way. 
No kidding. Theologians should be writing our hymns. So, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. That's another Newton. That's another one. Uh, no. No? Charles, Charles Wesley. Ah, oh, mm. junk. Charles I was just guessing. Wesley. So, um, <laughs> we, we know our He originally wrote this poem. And uh, he, he wrote it as a poem just to be recited on Christmas Day, but it wasn't in the version that we know it today. The original was ten four-line verses, and instead of singing Holy cow. Glory to the Newborn King, Sounds the like line was Glory to the King of Kings. Ooh. So so the line was changed cool. by George Whitfield. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yep. a student of Wesley's. Yep. And he was also the one who eliminated the verses we no longer sing and who made the ones that we he actually do sing. He eliminated. <laughs> He's going like, no. Nope. Eliminated. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, yeah. Strike through. So um, the the line change to the newborn king to the king of kings was a controversial statement at the time. Uh, the former claims that the angels praised God, the father, when Jesus was born. The latter claims Jesus himself was praised. And the, rif- the, the this caused a rift between men. So rifts. Interesting. Riffs maybe maybe it's been going on for a long time. Maybe maybe the right. I, I'm tired of riffs. I, I mean, I really am. I, I just I'm tired of them. But. Nonetheless, the hymn remains one of the most theologically rich carols yep, we sing. It is. Hardcore. And the music is, once again, by Felix Mendelssohn. Felix. Felix. Once he again. Writes, so he writes a lot of music. Well, no, I'm saying he's, he's by, he's just a, he's by a, actual composer. By an actual just, composer, yeah. right. So, so um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, didn't Glory to the a, King of Kings. Didn't you write a Christmas carol? I did. I got, it was published, actually. Yeah, which one is that? I didn't know that. Um, I just thought of that right now. Yeah, hang on. Jesus Christ was born today. <laughs> I can't even remember. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ is born today. No. Nope. Not that one. It was actually in a um, series of arrangements. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant, I say. <laughs> but we don't. We don't. It, it didn't. It didn't. Where an ox and an ass and a day. No, actually. So let me play. <laughs> then we can write our own Christmas carol. No. <laughs> No, we can't, actually. So. It was snowing on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and the geese were all around. That's right. okay, we got a lot of stuff we can do. All right, so peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies with angelic host proclaims Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark, the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Christ by highest Heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, late in time, behold him come, offspring of the f- of the favored one. That's interesting. That's, that's a, not that's the a, right that's Well, the, the, the I've heard word. it both ways. Luke 2 says that. Yeah. It's Veiled true. in flesh, the Godhead see. Um, hail the incarnate deity. Those are the best two lines. Right yep. There. Yep. That is un- Pleased that is as man with men to dwell, Jesus, our Emmanuel. Great. That's a good stuff. Hark, the herald angels sing glory to the king of kings. Actually, the newborn king. I'm going to remember that now every time I hear that. But hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. Light and life to all he brings. Risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by. Born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. Oh, man. Hark so the good. herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Yeah, we, we sang that last week right before the sermon, and it was kind of like, like, yeah, why do I need to preach? Like, seriously, yeah. like, why do I need to Why do I need to do this? We just, Those, we but just that's what, that's what so good. good hymnody does. It, it instructs. And I, th- the, I love the fact that, that God has given to us these 
these instructions that we are to sing uh, to one another and remind each other. And there's a sense to which that builds um, a kind of a unity. Yeah, for sure. And it, and it also um, drills into us deep these uh, the, these very, very important truths that somehow, just speaking, it doesn't get. But when it's put to music, yeah, it somehow um, attaches to us better. It's almost like... The music is sort of like Velcro. It just attaches to us. It's a part of us. It's and in our, it kind of hurts. It kind of really massages our hearts. It does. With it with massages it. So good. With the truth. Massages so it so good. Yeah. And this would be contrasted. We uh, we we put at the very beginning of the of the episode. Uh, kind of. It's a Lutheran satire video. If you're familiar with those those guys, they do funny stuff. Um, but the idea of like most of the English carols would would kind of make, um, obscure things prominent. Um, and uh, some of th- there, there are hymns out there that make the theology of, of what has happened in the Incarnation a little bit more central. Um, and so that would contrast uh, one of my favorites to make fun of. Also, it's, it is the mo- one of the most beautiful carols. Uh, the Candlelight Carol, also oh, by yeah. John Rutter. <laughs> right? Uh, swing and so miss I, have a couple, I have a couple questions for you guys. Swing and a miss. So, yeah, Candlelight Carol. How do you capture the wind on the water. Mm. How do you write down a baby's first cry? Well, lots of capital letters. <laughs> how exclamation point exclamation point. <laughs> how do you measure the love of a mother? Um how much candy? I don't know. No, I have no idea. Well, here's the answer. Candlelight. Candlelight. Firelight and star glow. You have this memorized, by the way. You're not looking <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, you're not looking. I'm not at looking anything. at anything. I, I do. Wow. I do have memorized. So, so why do you have it memorized? Because it's, you love it, it so is much. okay. Because it's, it's so nothing, but it's beautiful. It's nothing. beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's nothing. and that that that's the trap we fall. Earth a trap. Uh, it's so <laughs> beautiful that we like we're like oh that is so amazing and then we're like what are we singing? Fire your light so, and shine on his cradle till breaking of dawn. Ooh. C- candlelight. You know, be Jesus's nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's well, okay, all we so got. So <laughs> you need to make sure uh, <laughs> you put that out because people. I, I bet there's a bunch of people who've never heard that. Okay. That don't. Uh, well, hopefully, well, Doctor Cook doesn't well, listen well, to it. Right. And hopefully, Doctor Cook. No. No. I, like I think we can objectively say. I think we can objectively say that is probably the most pretty music on the earth, and simultaneously, the like. Well, you kind know, of the most piece of garbage. I've never him heard writing. that song. Now I will say this: in, in the middle church, of so. no, 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 in no, the middle, we, but we well, did it at Heritage. False. We false. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now we yeah, didn't yeah. sing it as a congregation, but we as like a special number what, or right. in Christmas concerts. Right. Right. Warren loves it. Um, right. Now, in its fairness, it does get better as it goes, right? But yeah, that's how sometimes. Do you remember? They get it just to lure you in. Shepherds and wise men will kneel and adore him. Seraphim round him, their vigil will keep. Nations proclaim him their Lord and their Savior. So I mean, like so, it does get better. So I would probably say that that hymn probably like what, maybe at most twenty five percent of it is nonsense. Maybe yeah. And then the other but it's kind of that. But that's kind of the problem. It's like couch. is the exact opposite. Seventy five percent of it is nonsense, and twenty five percent of it is good. What's that? Away in a manger. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. Yep. So the little Lord, the Jesus, Lord just lay down his lay head. Down his sweet, sweet head. head. The stars in the bright sky look down where they lay. Okay, you can do this. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's fine. You got this. Keep going. 
I'm just thinking about it out, out loud. Yeah, the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. End of verse 1. Okay. All right, so verse 2. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes. What's, what's Na- naturally, what is the that's, what would, that's what would happen yep. if the cattle How does the low. cattle low? But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love not, not this one. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is high. So that's <laughs> I love how the baby awakes, but he doesn't cry. Because Jesus wouldn't cry. Okay, so, so Jesus is normal human being, so I think. Yeah, I, I'm I ask Mary if he cried. Okay, so I think this. So the history behind this carol is murky at best. Um, because even people are saying that Martin Luther wrote some of this. And I'm like, no, listen, listen. Martin Luther is rolling over in his grave. Martin Luther did not write this, I'm telling you right now. So there's ties to Martin Luther, but there's also tied to the United Methodist Church, which makes more sense. But Hey, we love our Methodist friends. <laughs> if you're out there, um, I don't, I don't think we have any Methodist. Do we have? I wonder yes, if we, we do. If we have I, Methodist, I, I, we have people. I have Methodist friends. From I just our, doubt yeah, they're listening. Are they listening to us? Oh, if they're listening, I'm sure we have Methodist friends. But are they listening to our podcast? Oh, oh, yeah. Probably not. I don't know. So, verse three: Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me. I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. Okay, there you go. That's yeah. So that's as good as it gets, right? Yeah, there. exactly. But again. 25%. I would probably I would I would submit this to you. I like the idea behind Away in a Manger. And if someone could take the idea and put better words to it, then do so. The idea I think is the contrasting realities of infinite infant baby, total vulnerability, total weakness, almighty omnipotent infinite God merging together as one. Yep. And the reality is and what's I think what's cool about this is that normally when you have an infant baby or a baby in general, you're the one that's staying by the cradle. You're the one that is caring for, protecting, guiding, nurturing the baby. But with Jesus as the baby, even as baby, the role is reversed. Yeah. So, so like, that idea I think is awesome. It is awesome. It and, is cool. And cool. And Away in a Manger, I think, is trying to communicate that just very poorly. I think. <laughs> well, then would would Mary did you know like come into play? No, because no. Mary didn't know. She did. No, okay. no, I don't know. Here, here, here's the thing that that is in that my is category of like th- hymns not to overthink or songs not to overthink. This, right. this season. Just take what it says. So, song to be more critical of Christmas shoes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not a carol though. It's, well, it's Christmas just a hymn. Just a song. So. All right. All right. One, All right, one un, more. Uno mas. Uno mas. One more. One more. So so this one. Um, this one I have to. I have a favorite one too. I want to see. Okay, okay. Well, should we take a break? No, we got two more. Okay, two, we more. Got two more. Two this more. W- this will go quickly, but this one's this one's kind of near and dear to my heart for a couple of reasons. When I was young, okay. Uh, so so just just an FYI, my my you were young. My once. dearest aunt, <laughs> not well, maybe not my dearest aunt, but a real aunt that was uh, very near and dear to me. Um, the sister to my mom. Yep. She passed away two yeah. nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we had we celebrated several Christmases um, with her. But what would happen is, is when we lived in South Carolina, when I was very young, we would always drive back home to Parma, Michigan. Mm. And in doing so, we would always our our worst state to drive through was Ohio because you you drive through them through the very um, kind of the 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 turmoil cornfields. well, no, no, no. It's the turmoil of Cincinnati, Toledo, Dayton. You know, uh, Dayton, Toledo, and then um, what's that last one? 
Is that the, right like the heaviest anyway, traffic? Yeah, so it's like traffic all the time. You're driving through Cincinnati, and you're driving through the ugliest part of Cincinnati, you know, and, and, you're, and so we used to hate that. Well, but that's we, Kentucky, we would get so up there, and then we would go to where I got saved, where I came to Christ, Parma Baptist Church. Parma. And they would always be doing some sort of Christmas cantata, and it was a little tiny church. They really, they and had a they had, they had a, um, they had a, a pianist and an organist that had been there for decades, and they would always ask my mom and dad to come and join the, the choir. And one, one time they asked mom, my mom, to sing the solo, and it was Oh Holy Night. Oh, wow. oh yeah. That's awesome. I've never well, been asked to sing that song. Well, maybe. Yeah, they probably should not have asked my mom <laughs> to sing, <laughs> sing that. Yeah, I don't know if she's oh. known for like no, no. her best voice. But my mom, my mom would never say no. She was very sweet, and she, she took it on. Now she got ridiculed like <laughs> so the spirit was willing the boys the, the flesh us boys weak. were not very kind we you're, boys were you're reaping kind, it so, you're, yeah. you're you're getting yeah you're right reaping what you listen said. i get it i get it i get it i get it so this particular we one though, we don't ever critique you um no never never <laughs> okay uh so let me let me read because this is this has this has um some things near and dear us in that it's clo- tied closely to the french um so a, we? a parish priest in a small french town commissioned a local poet and wine connoisseur, Placide du Capot de Roquemore, to write a poem for the village's Christmas Eve mass. Is that okay Why? for us to fake accents? Yes, it is. Why? <laughs> So why does the wi- where does the wine come in? Like why, I don't know. why is that a significant part of the history? Uh, it just is. Oh, so okay. maybe well the French. I mean, good grief. Well, that you would just assume, right? Right. right. <laughs> I mean, so Capot read through the birth of Christ in up. the Gospel of Luke en route to Paris, to Paris, and finished the poem "O Holy Night" by the time he reached the city. Mm. Pretty cool, huh? It's pretty cool. Uh, he turned to his friend Adolf Charles Adams to compose the music to the poem. And three weeks later, the song was sung in the village on Christmas Eve. Initially, Cantique de Noël, the, the song's French name, was widely loved by the church in France. But when leaders learned that Capot was a socialist and Adams a Jew, the song was uniformly denounced and unfit for church oh, services. Sheesh. But the common French people loved it and they continued to sing it. The song came to the U.S. via John Souvel de White, an abolitionist during the Civil War, moved by the line in the third verse, Chain shall he break, for the slave is our brother, Ooh, and like in that. his name all oppressions shall cease. He published it in a mm. magazine and quickly mm. found favor in the North during the war. And even though it was banned from France, banned from France, the song was still popular among the people. Now, this is cool. On Christmas Eve in 1871, in the midst of fierce fighting between France and Germany during the Franco-Prussian War, mm-hmm. an unarmed French soldier jumped out of the trenches, walked into the battlefield, mm. and started singing this song, the first line, in French. After singing all three verses, a German soldier emerged, started singing it in German. And <coughs> the, um, this began then the, the beginning of a, um, oh, excuse me, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm reading this, I, it's, all, it's all in German. Von Himmel nach der Komm ich ihr. Yeah, so anyways. But that was the beginning of a popular hymn by Martin Luther. Um, the fighting stopped for the next 24 hours on Christmas Day, and soon after, the French church re-embraced a holy night. Isn't that cool? Dude, that's really cool. So wait, why, why is so there a movie about wait, that? Hold that's on, like time out. Movie. Well, there is, there is a movie about the time that these guys, so maybe it is. Th- maybe it's that. Maybe it is that. No. Um, that w- what, what was that movie that we watched? It was, oh, it was stunning. 
remember they were in the trenches and they they got up and they started I think they, they, they like, played soccer and yeah, stuff like that yeah, together all yeah, Christmas yeah, Day. I don't remember that. Then they went back shooting at each other. <laughs> the next day. It's just how awful it uh, was. But I thought the but song was cool. Silent Night that they cool. were singing. Uh, no. Somebody rewrote it. No. Oh, Holy Night. Stille Nacht. Stille yeah. So this was, this was probably not World War II then. I think, or World War I. I no, think it's the, the German, German Prussian German, War. German this Prussian is the German Prussian War. Yeah. Yeah. Must have made a great impression on them. Was there a guy named Sean at your church growing up? Parmesan. Min- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Par- Parmesan. Parmesan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually driving to Michigan on Tuesday. You're going to go up for the to, funeral? Uh, to be there with her funeral, yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. send our send our greetings. I will. I will. Uh, I just feel like I need to be there for yeah. my, cous- my cousins. So no, that's good. For sure. That's right. 100%. Quentin, you got one more to round out the... Yeah, just one of my, my favorite hymns. And um, recently, I just found... Um, a newer, some more words to kind of go with it, written by Steve Cook and Bob Coughlin. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Oh, good. I love oh, that Oh, yeah. Um, they just recently, as of 2017, 2014, recently, I don't remember when, um, added some added some additional words to, to the original, to the original uh, hymn. And uh, they kept the first two stanzas in there. The first one, of course, um, and ransom captives Israel that mourns in lowly exile uh, here until the Son of God appear. And then the second verse is, O come thou day spring from on high and cause thy light on us to shine. Dispel the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight. And then they've added three more verses. Um, the third verse focusing on God, Jesus as prophet. The hmm. fourth verse focusing on Jesus as high priest. And the fifth verse, focusing on Jesus as King. Um, so like prophet, priest, and king. Yeah, exactly. Great. That's exactly. Awesome. And um, they have they they've got just from a music perspective, their chordal their chords are a, different than the original, just a little bit. Um, but we're singing this on Sunday again. We sang the oh, original cool. version on Sunday, and then um, we're singing this version on this Sunday. And also, I will throw another song out there. Um, we didn't talk about this, but we could. But Christmas songs that aren't typically thought of as Christmas songs. Oh, well, Joy to the World is actually a Christmas song that can be used outside of Christmas also. Yeah, but the reverse. So, okay, so this is the reverse. Yeah, so one of the ones, and we're singing this on this Sunday, is Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a great, great yeah, text. Because it, um, um, it even begins even with... Um, In the dawning of the... Yep, yeah, uh, of infant-type baby. Um, infant-type baby. <laughs> is there another you know, kind? Infant-type babies. Come behold the wondrous mystery, the perfect <laughs> the perfect son of man in his living and his suffering. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, robed in frail humanity, right. in our longing, in our darkness... Now the light of life has come. Look to Christ who condescended, took on flesh, and ransomed us. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. that so, is great. So yeah. that's Christmas it, if I've ever heard it. Right, and then it comes and it just and it sinks through the mystery of his birth, the mystery of his life, the mystery of his death, and the mystery of his resurrection. Better than Silent Night. Way better than Silent Night or Away in a Manger. That's right. That's awesome. Well, that uh, that concludes. We could go on and on. Uh, that concludes our uh, our segment on Christmas carols. I hope uh, I hope we haven't ruined too many Joy. songs for you. 
Sing away. <laughs> let let you know the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. All That's to right. Hear. So so don't forget <laughs> to sing, even if it's terrible. Sing away. We don't. We don't. Even if it's Christmas shoes or but Carol uh, of the no, Bells. No, not Christmas shoes. Or Carol of the Bells. Or the Carpenters. All right. We Ooh, will take – sorry, sorry, sorry. We will take a break, and uh, we'll come back, wrap it up with a devotional, and cool. we'll call it quits. All right. Welcome back from the break. Hope you had a good time following the the crazy links to the show stuff that we we talked about. Go listen to those songs. Show notes. Yeah. Also, make, make also, your, I want to just Christmas encourage everyone. I did this um, publicly on last Sunday, but on Christmas Day or sometime around Christmas, go through, go on Spotify or whatever your music has, and and listen. Just put on Handel's Messiah. The whole thing, dude. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, just let it play. If and you're sit traveling, there. yeah. If you're traveling or something, but just sit there and listen as much as you can. I know it's impossible. And For then, some of us. Well, I'm just saying, it's good. It's the word of God being poured into you in in a masterful way. Yeah. You need to, you need to be no. You, you need to be stretched yeah. from a cultural perspective on different types of music. So. Lean into the weirdness of it because it's going to sound weird. But a lot of it is written in order to show the message. Yeah, it's a it's a piece of art. Every that's what it is. Valley. Did you know that the more than likely the king actually stood because he had grout? <laughs> it's not true. Well, it, 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 well, it anyway. was it was sour. Sour <laughs> sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. <laughs> das ist der Handel's sauerkraut. <laughs> All right, Dad, you have you have the uh, the, the devotional, so. Uh, Lead us in the word here. Yeah, yeah. So um, when, you, when it comes to uh, the Advent or Christmas, you know, there's a million and one things that just can, can go into the story, um, the storyline. But I think the one that, that jumps out at me is, is John's beautiful rendition. <laughs> and he doesn't spend a whole lot of time on the birth like, like Luke does or Matthew does. But John's rendition, in particular, um, is is the reality of what we see in John chapter one, verse fourteen, that God became flesh and dwelt among us, um, and we have seen His glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Um, it's it is an interesting thing to begin to grapple with. The godness of God and all that that stands for and all that that means and the humanness of humanity, and yet God stoops to do this. And I, I must admit, I, I don't always, that's not typically the first place I go to hmm. at, at Christmas um, because mysteries like that, um, tensions that are in Scripture are often... Um, we just don't want to play. We don't want to play that game. We don't want to go down that road because it's not something that we can easily um, understand and grasp. But I'd like to talk about just three 
three of the paradoxes that are kind of linked with that um, that should make, I think, make us all think of who this Jesus is. But one, that the mighty God would stoop to become human hmm. and not just do it in a way um, that, you know, like born in a hospital or born in a local place, but do it in such a mundane and um, humble fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is your understanding, your view of God, whatever that may be, um, the fact that he would be born is one thing, but that he would be born in the lowliest of places. Um, and and we don't, I, you know, we don't really know what that looked like or, you know, we have all these little things that Christmas cards um, tell us and these Christmas cartoons tell us, but we really don't know exactly what that looked like. Was it carved into the into a stone somewhere mm -hmm. or yeah. was it a lean-to was it a barn you know we don't know that but the point is that john is making is here's the creator of the ends of the earth and he already talked about who this word was this word was god this word was the creator this is jesus mm -hmm. and he's born and so the tension right away is 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 um brings to us to a an unknown mystery why the god of all the ages would be born in the lowliest of places like that. Yeah. The second one is that even at this time of a of a willful, intentional self-humiliation, I mean, Jesus mm. did this on purpose, that he was filled with his majesty and power. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the reverse of the first one. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is our God. So... Um, you know, uh, Paul is very quick to tell us that even though he was God, he didn't think it was robbery um, to 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 hold on to that. Yeah. Um, but but gave of himself, and and you can watch theologians dance all around what exactly what that means. But there was something about um, his humanity that um, that doesn't lose his divinity, um, but takes on humanity as well. Um, I, I listened yesterday to a um, to a lecture and uh the the teacher was talking about about the fact that it is his view that um that the 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 part of the deity that jesus held back was the was that he submitted himself to the father and he would demonstrate his godness as the father would give him permission to do so sure yeah and right. I was like, that's that's the way that it was. So never he never lost it. But the because he because John is one who would say over and over and over, I must do the will of the father. I must yeah. do the will of the father. And it's at that point that he shows his his deity the most. Um, and mm. so I thought that's a that's an that's interesting, interesting way of putting. I still I still want to munch on that before I go down the road too much. But anyways, and then when you think of this tension, he did all of that for a rebellious human humanity yeah yeah this is not a group of people who were standing around going oh here he comes here he comes yeah. here he comes yeah these are people who are just completely oblivious and continue to live as if he doesn't exist yeah, yeah i don't not oblivious not so much i mean even not just simply oblivious but anti right yeah i mean they enemies they yeah. would not embrace his deity yeah. Mm -hmm. that he was the Messiah. And then you think of us today. This is no different from us today. Yeah. Yeah. How many of us live our lives day in and day out as if he doesn't exist, yeah. that, that he actually plays no part 
of the every little decisions that we make. Yeah. And this is why, you know, I I mean, I I I, I want us to continue to grasp easy ways of thinking uh, about how God is God yeah. of every layer of our lives. So, I mean, that's why, you know, for years I've said all of life is all about God. And mm. I, I don't do that just because I'm looking for a kind of a Hallmark card um, spirituality. I do that so that we will see that there is nothing that goes on in our lives where God is not uniquely involved. In. Yeah. And that's when right. he came into this earth, it was there to demonstrate that. And I love how um, Hebrews talks about this, that in our efforts to remember this divine and, and great glory and, and yet the babe in the manger, Hebrews um, tells us that he did so to sympathize with our weaknesses yeah. um, and our infirmity. So you got to understand that, that as God, um, he needs to communicate to us that he's 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 well aware of our weaknesses so he came and actually took them on um and became the brother truly born for adversity as proverbs 17 17 talks about mm. i love i love what martin luther says in one of his christmas sermons he says of what benefit would it be if christ had been born a thousand times and it would daily be sung into my ears in a most lovely manner if i were never to hear that he was born for me mm. And was to be my very own. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Wow. And yeah. um, I think, if nothing else, one of the things that suffering does, one of the things that um, going through even um, a virus as a nation, as a world, and and then going through the crazy things in politics and that kind of stuff today, if n if nothing else, it just pulls out from underneath us um, our humanity, hmm. and it makes us fall flat on the face of we need. A redeemer yeah, that's yeah. and right. thank god that it is a holy redeemer yeah it is a perfect redeemer mm -hmm. and he is the one who comes and buys into us mm -hmm. and bows you know and works his glory out in us in such a magnificent way um and so uh, yeah it, we we don't ever want to see jesus um staying in the manger because his glory is there as well yeah but stay in the manger and see his glory at the same time mm -hmm. yeah which which is which is really beautiful and i i think i think when we sing these songs as we walk through um the next several days um going into uh, we will have a christmas eve service and then going into um even our our, our services on sunday and we hear once again of the great god See him in a manger for sure mm -hmm. and marvel and worship. That's right. And bow down. This is the creator of the ends of the earth stooping to love me That's in right. all of my sin and all my rebellion against him. So That's right. what a joy. That's awesome. Great. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's yep. great. Yep, yep, yep. Well, nothing more to be said about that. Uh, spot on. So we'll we'll conclude the uh, the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was encouraging to you, and uh, hope we didn't waste your time. Hey, check in next week. We're gonna have just a really short, uh, kind of a Christmas story reading. Uh, just here on our podcast. We're not gonna do anything crazy, but uh, we are just gonna share our thoughts on the Christmas story. Read through it, and hopefully, you guys uh, will find that enjoyable or uh, find it a blessing as well. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for listening. I yeah. really, we really, really appreciate it. And God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Bye, Tiny Tim. <laughs>
to lay before a king. So to honor him, pa ra pa pum pum.